everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode. I hope that everyone has had an opportunity to listen to the last couple of episodes talking about the journey of self-discovery or the self-discovery journey, whichever you prefer to call it. And hopefully we've been working on those journeys. I'm really excited to hear back some feedback from you guys as to how that journey is coming along. But as always, I want to keep pushing some things to you, giving you some more tools to work and to operate on and to function with. Yes, so today we got some hot stuff we're going to be talking about. And um, But before I get into that, you know, I have to go through my spill. I want you to keep sharing the podcast. Thank you guys for being such loyal listeners. And don't forget, you can check me out at my website, www.imreneroberts.com. I do offer private coaching sessions. So please, if you are interested, go ahead and send me. uh, You could either send me an email or go just directly and book uh, a session. Um, I do offer free consultations. So you want to go ahead and get that booked also. Uh, Check me out on the social media platform. Some of you already have taken advantage of that. You've become my friends on social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. My ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. You saw the topic. I'm not okay. And no one knows. Have you ever felt that way? I've felt that way many times. Uh, You know, I've been considered in some of my circles the strength of the group or the strong one, the emotionally resilient one, the the you name it, you know, the the one with the fortitude and uh, the one that everyone thinks is, you know, okay all the time. But there's been many times I've just not been okay, And no one has known why, because I had begun to master internalizing how I feel. So today on this episode, I'm going to dive into this internalization and try to pull us into a space where we feel safe enough to begin to articulate and put words to how we feel. You know, we've all been created as human beings with the ability, the unique ability to put voice, to put sound to the things that are going on internally. Uh, It's unfortunate that we are in a world and when I say a world, I'm speaking of a society that um, kind of condemns that at times. But, you know, we're going to do some shifting in that. And we want to start looking at it as an empowerment, the ability to speak as an empowerment. So I want to ask you a question. I seldom kick off with a question. So I thought I'd do something a little different. But I want to ask you a question. And you know what? It's not like I can hear you. But let's just go. Just go with me. Why do we hide the feelings that hurt? I want you to think about that for a second. Regardless of what you're doing at this moment, maybe you're laying down, maybe you're driving, maybe you're sitting, sipping on your favorite beverage, let's just say that. Uh, You know, whatever you're doing, you could be doing laundry, but I want you to just pause for a minute. Don't pause driving, but you know what I'm saying. I want you to pause for a minute and just think about that. Why do we hide the feelings that hurt? Those are the feelings we seem to hide more often. Now, you have some people that because of their inability to freely express 
all emotions. You know, sometimes they may be embarrassed to show that they're happy, embarrassed to show they're laughing and all those different things. But for the majority, we hide. It's like this autonomous thing that happens with us when we get hurt. We don't readily want to embrace that or we don't readily want to uh, acknowledge that. You know, we rather go on the defense and say, I'm angry, but we seldom just go straight to the point and say, you know what? I am hurt. Why? Why do we hide that? You know, when our spirits are broken, and when our spirits uh, and when our and our hearts have been just totally fractured by some incident, some person, something, uh, we begin to create a breach between knowing who we are and who we are displaying ourselves to be. I'll say that again, between who we are and who we are displaying ourselves to be. There becomes a breach between the two when we are broken, when our hearts are fractured, when our feelings are hurt, when we've been disappointed. I want you to take a minute, take that in and whisper to yourself, I'm not okay. You know, it's not that we have to always have these bizarre or or um, uh, big events happen in our lives that causes us not to be okay. Sometimes it's in the subtle things that happen. Sometimes it's in the, it's in the small words that have been spoken in our ear. Sometimes it's in the the, the 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 horrible looks that we've received that our spirits get broken, our hearts get hurt, and we keep marching on as if everything's okay. But deep inside, we are not okay. Okay. You know, one of the biggest wars in life is the war between our true inner self and our pretentious external presentations. You know, I mentioned this on one of my Saturday encouragements, by the way. If you are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, you want to get in on those Saturday encouragements. I am on every Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But I did mention, as I was saying before, that I made that statement to them about one of the biggest wars in life being the war between our true inner self and our pretentious external presentations. You know what? That's not okay. When we can begin to to live out something that's not happening on the inside, that's a conflict. That's a war. To say I'm one thing, but inside I'm inside I'm totally something else. That is not okay, sis, bruh. We are not okay, and we have to be honest with ourselves and willing to admit that to ourselves. This constant war between our thoughts and our emotions, it keeps provoking insurgent behaviors in us. And you know, when you deal with insurgents, you're dealing with rebellion and not just plain old rebellion, but it's an acting out of rebellion to overthrow something else. So we understand that this constant war that goes on between our thoughts and our emotions, it is literally provoking a war that is persistent upon destroying our peace, upon destroying our wholeness. That is not okay. When we fail to deal with these internal wars, we also present an external image of ourselves that is incongruent. That means it does not flow. It does not match with what's happening internally. Aren't we tired of that? I don't know about you, but I got to a space in life. You know, I, I grew up uh, under um, very strict 
parenting, a, a very strict parenting structure, right? And being the only girl and the eldest, I not only had responsibilities, but I also uh, was held to a higher standard than my brothers, okay? And in being held to the standard, uh, there are just certain things you don't say, you don't speak, you don't, you don't share uh, how you're feeling. Feelings are, are irrelevant as it pertains to what your uh, tasks are. Feelings are irrelevant as it pertains to what I need to be doing. And so I grew up very, very, I internalized everything. And I did discover the art of journaling. Uh, that helped me tremendously. But here it is, guys. It was not enough. So I grow up this teenager, you know, going through my teenage years, having friends, uh, wasn't isolated, but having friends that I just, I, I did not have the ability to share some of the inner thoughts that were going on because I was never permitted or those things were never, um, exposed as valid to do, um, as a teenager, you know, to share your feelings back then was to be disrespectful, to be dishonorable. And so you know, I just had to keep it in. And I remember coming up with the rage and the, the frustration from years of just holding things in and, and sucking it up and being the strong girl, being the big sister, being the, the A student, you know, not wanting to di uh, disappoint anyone, being the, the good girl at church. <laughs> Any other good girls from church out there that's listening to me right now? But all of these things, you know, I would dress up really nice on the external and, and put on a great performance in church. But the inside of me was so torn up. And I'm talking about as a teenager. So now I progress into this adult, married, children. And guess what? It's, the damage has been worsened because I have not dealt with those things. I'm still putting on externally. And internally, I am literally dying. Anyone else feel like that at times that you just, I feel like I am dying. If I don't, if I don't, you know, if something doesn't change, I'm going to die. Listen, we're not going to die. Let's just kill that first of all. <laughs> wow, that's weird, right? <laughs> we're not going to die. Let's kill that. Okay. Anyways, I know I can get a little corny sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just broke the moment, right? But listen, we're not going to die. We just need to start dealing with the things we need to deal with so that we can learn to free ourselves to be expressive externally about what's going on internally. You know, when we hide or we repress feelings, and in psychology, that's what we call it, a, it's repression. When we hide or repress these feelings, they cause inner disruption. That means that it's, it's beginning to impede our forward progress in life. It impedes our relationships. It impedes our ability to be able to communicate or to articulate feelings. That is not okay. Say it, say that with me. Say, that's not okay. And then say, I'm not okay. I want you to get used to verbalizing that. Because we live in a society that feels like, you know, if you're not okay, something's wrong with you. No. I'm not okay simply means I need to I need to do some work on the inside. Doesn't mean that I need a psych or I need this or that. I need to just do some inner work. 
sometimes we do need a little extra help professionally. And I'm going to get into that. I don't want to like turn you off so, so early. I know what therapy and things like that make, how it makes people feel sometimes. I don't want you to feel like anything's wrong with you. You are not abnormal. You are not, uh, this is not a unique issue. Most of us struggle with internalizing things. And I want to get into how these, how this internalization can be damaging to us physically, how it can be damaging to us mentally. I want to, I want to strengthen you to learn how to talk about it. I, I want you to end this podcast thinking like, Hey, I'm about to speak my mind. I'm about to speak how I feel. I want you to walk away with empowerment today. Is that all right? Good. So now what I want to do really quick before I, I get into all the steps on, you know, how to start and externalizing what you're feeling, how to start communicating what you're feeling. I want to deal with two things. I want to deal with why we internalize feelings and I want to deal with the effects of internalization. All right. So I'm looking at my clock and I'm thinking I'm not going to get through all of this. So I am going to come back in the next episode and finish what I didn't finish in this one. But let's get with let's get in what we can get in right now. OK, so why do we internalize feelings? Number one, we don't want to seem weak. We internalize feelings because we don't want to seem weak. Remember, when we communicate feelings or when we show emotions that opens the door to vulnerability and I know I know I know that v word is a killer man listen we have issues with vulnerability why because we have issues with trust that's an entirely different podcast but for right now I just want you to understand one of the reasons we internalize feelings is because we don't want to seem weak listen You are not weak because you show feelings. It takes a strong individual to be able to be vulnerable with how they feel. It takes a strong individual to be able to articulate what's going on in their hearts. Only cowards, and please, please hear me clearly. Only cowards fear being vulnerable. I'm going to leave that right there. And hello, I've been a coward too. So I'm not bashing anyone. I know. I know what it feels like to be a coward, guys. <laughs> I, heard, I know what that feels like. But we're going we're gonna to shed that. We're going to go ahead and embrace some bravery during these next two episodes. And just like, let's, let's build ourselves up so that we don't look at sharing feelings as weak. You're not weak by a long shot. Yes? The second reason we internalize feelings, because we don't want to get hurt. Who wants to get hurt? Who in their right mind wants to get hurt? No one wants to get hurt. But you know what? We cannot dread pain. Pain is inevitable if we keep growing, if we keep learning, if we keep experiencing things, if we keep uh, living life and having relationships. Guess what? You're going to be hurt. Life is not... um, they say a bed of roses, but better about Listen, a bed of roses is not fun. Why? Maybe rose petals, but a bed of roses. Do you have you ever been been pricked by the thorns on a rose bush? I don't think life. Yeah, life is like a bed of roses. <laughs> it's beautiful in certain spots, but oh my God, when you step down, you're going to get injured at some point. 
Why? Because that's just a part of life. That's a part of the evolution of living. So we can't be afraid of being hurt. You don't want to get hurt? Of course not. Will you get hurt? Yes, I will. Should that prevent me from doing what's natural, which is giving voice to what I feel? It should not. Now, you may want to argue with me a little bit or debate me on, um, I don't think it's natural, Coach Renee. You know, I think that's, no, 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 it is natural. Think about babies. I always take us back to infants because, listen, all we are, big infants. Like, we have developed, you know, human development. We've developed. We've grown up. But we started somewhere. And within that original, uh, uh, that first, the, the born part of us, that's where our most, that's the richest authenticity that we have. And in those moments, when a baby is hungry, what do they do? Cry. When a baby is wet, what do they do? Cry. What, what is that child doing? It's expressing its needs. It's expressing what it feels. And the only way it knows how to do it is by crying. As they get older, as they begin to learn how to talk, we as individuals, as the adults, we either suppress that or we encourage it. So you have some kids as they're growing up, they won't, they won't mumble anything. They won't tell you they're hungry. They won't tell you their feet hurt because the shoes are too small. They won't say anything. Why? Because they've been conditioned to be quiet. Don't you say a word. Then you have another child, you know, on the other side of town that they're given full range to express. And you almost want to like just put tape on their lips because they express so much. But you know what? That's the natural tendency of a child. When we have not been robbed of the ability to do what we've been created to do, which is to talk, to speak, to articulate feelings, you know what happens? It begins to shut down in us and we become these dysfunctional adults. All right? So that's, that's just, that was a little extra on that one. All right, here we go. The third reason we internalize feelings, because our feelings have never been validated. That goes, that ties into our childhood. We've never been validated by our feelings. So guess what? Feelings don't really matter. And if they don't matter, be quiet about it. Like, you know, if they don't matter, keep it to yourself. But that is such a lie. That is such a, a, a that, that is, oh, we've been so misinformed with that. Your feelings do matter. Every feeling you have, every emotion that works on the inside of you, guess what? It matters. I don't care how small, minute it may seem or how major it is. It matters. And you can't depend on people to validate that for you. As these adults, these budding adults, we have to learn how to start validating our feelings ourselves. Yes, Start validating how the first thing you can do is start acknowledging what you feel, regardless of what other people think about how you feel. All right. That was the third one. Where's my time? All right. I'm almost done. I'm going to give you two more, and then we're going to wrap this episode up. And I'm gonna, I promise, next episode, I'm going, I'm going to bring the rest of the heat. Okay? All right. The fourth one, fourth reason. We don't know how to express them. We don't know. I just don't know. Coach Renee, I don't know how to express what I'm feeling. I've never, I've never learned that. And yes, we do have to learn that. Going back to the infant stage, as children are developing, as they're going into their maturation, it is our responsibilities as their, their caretakers, their parents, their leaders, their mentors. It's our responsibility to show them how to express properly. 
Because we do understand that, yes, you can be angry, but you can't go killing people. You can't express anger in that way. You can't express anger by putting your hands on people. You know, that's not that's not the, the proper language for expressions of emotions. And so we have a responsibility to teach or to train up our children or those children uh, we are part of their lives. We have to teach them how to express them properly. But here is the problem. The problem is we can't teach them effectively because we don't know how to do it ourselves. So if we're going to stop the generational cycle, the, de- gen- the generational cycle of dysfunction, we have to start learning how to express ourselves so that we can be better informants for the upcoming generations. We need to know how. The how, we learn how to do everything else. YouTube, we learn how. Do it yourself. DIY. How? I mean, we're, we're, we're building little homes now off of YouTube. Listen, there's a how to every, there's an answer to every how. And we just have to be diligent enough to do the, the, the work to find out the answers. Will you challenge yourself to find out how? If you're struggling with that, find out how. How do I express what I'm feeling? And the last thing I'm going to cover for this episode is we've been conditioned to believe that certain feelings are bad or wrong. I want to leave this note here with you. There are no wrong feelings. There are no bad feelings. There's nothing wrong with the way you feel. There's nothing bad about what you feel. Now, how you react on those feelings, that's a whole nother level. And we'll get into that at a later time. But your feelings, they're not wrong. They're not bad regardless of what you've been conditioned to believe. I want you to be encouraged to know that what you feel matters. And we're going to get more into it in the next episode on how to literally start dealing with this thing and enhancing our healing journey by breaking this cycle of internalization. I will check you guys on the next episode. Don't miss it. See you. I am